Welcome to Thy Kingdom Come, Day 11. We're talking today about the invitation of the Gospel, caught up in God's redeeming purposes. What happens when we put together all that we've been reflecting on in relation to the wonderful task of evangelism? Perhaps the most important thing to say is that evangelism remains God's job. We are caught up in it, but it's ultimately His task. Paul speaks about God's gospel, the good news which God himself has accomplished, and which God himself puts to work through his Spirit. Paul is simply a servant of this gospel. And if that's true of Paul, how much more of the rest of us? Yet there is obviously a responsibility which weighed heavy on Paul, and which should weigh heavy on the church in general, and in particular on those with the gifts and the calling to be evangelists, whether that's in public meetings or in private conversations. When I was younger, I heard many sermons insisting that every Christian should be an evangelist in one sense or the other, but I think that can be misleading. There are many different callings listed in the New Testament. I myself, looking back over half a century, believe that I was called and equipped to be a teacher in the church rather than a front-line evangelist, either in public or in private, though I have sometimes found myself having the privilege of those roles. But I do want to stress that the whole church is involved in this glorious business of living and announcing the good news, whether it's directly addressing unbelievers and prayerfully enabling them to come to faith, or whether it's working at those ancillary tasks of beauty and merciful justice and apologetics, or whether it's simply that within the praying life of the whole people of God, we should all in our different ways be supporting those who make the name of Jesus known, and we should be inviting people to accept him as Lord and Saviour. But I want to emphasise, as we conclude our journey from Ascension to Pentecost, that since part of the point of the Gospel is precisely new creation, it is all about the sometimes dramatic and always decisive transformation of those who receive it. The Gospel which declares that the Creator God is making all things new comes into sharp focus in the making new of individual men, women and children. The task of evangelism is in fact part of that rehumanizing project in which God the Creator has been engaged ever since the human race turned away and started worshipping idols. Let me spell it out in three concluding summaries. First, the Gospel consists of the announcement that the crucified and risen Jesus is the Lord of the world. This includes the news that in his death he overcame the powers of evil by dying in the place of sinners, and that in his resurrection he has launched God's new creation. Second, this also includes, and this is part of the meaning of the word Lord, the fact that Jesus summons all people alike, no matter what their social, cultural, ethnic or moral background, and he welcomes them with love and forgiveness into his worldwide family. That welcome is transformative. The spirit that led them to faith will continue and complete that work. And third, when people thus come to faith, they are put right with God in order that they can be part of his putting right project in the world. 
This brings us back where we began. The Creator God has rescued and restored His world in and through Jesus. He rescues and restores us through the Gospel so that we can be small working models of His new creation.